now for the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with Bill and Jenny Sparks, Dave and Chris Reekard, Tim Oni, and the crew. Bill will be taking your phone calls and you will hear lots of conversation. We will have cooking tips demonstrations of products, and much, much more. And you may reach us by calling 1-646-558-8656. You will need the meeting ID 848-725-450. And when you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may download Zoom from the Play Store or the App Store. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Bill Sparks. I really must wake up. I really must wake up. Good morning, no, everyone. Like yeah. Uh, good morning, everybody. Wake up. Hey, while I'm thinking of it, we've been getting some email, and I want to make sure this is very clear from the outset. We cannot, will not, and not are allowed to by law in our license to provide a separate download page for people to listen to their favorite legend shows. We're not allowed to make those available as a download. So um, please don't bother the DJs about it. If you've got a problem with it, you probably need to talk to me. But it is not possible. (coughs) It is not workable with our current license so please don't bother the djs about that they can't they're working within the laws it may have been done in the past by some other uh people who worked here but they weren't supposed to do it and we we can't do that so other than that it's a good week 
and we're knee-deep in work here, working on some computers and doing all kinds of fun stuff. It's nice to watch a computer uh, start from scratch and grow and get that online. Let's see. Let's start, Jenny, since you're, where are you at, downstairs in your office? I am in the office, my usual spot on Wednesday morning. And you're actually on the phone this week, aren't you? I am. My uh, cable got unplugged, and I had 65% of my battery, and I didn't think that would run Zoom for two hours and, and do something else in the background, so I switched to the phone. Switched to the phone. You doing all right otherwise? Pretty good. I've been, uh, I finally figured out what was wrong with my postal scale, why it wasn't weighing anything. Oh, that reminds me to order that cable for you. We have to order a cable for Jenny, which is a it's a regular USB cable on one end, but it's just the same on the other end. I've not seen many of those cables. Maybe Dave Rickard has or Tim, but I've not seen many of those uh, cables. It's a, well, I guess it's a male USB to a male USB. Right. What is that, A to B, or I'm not sure how they... Call that. Yeah. I've seen them, but I've never had one. <laughs> Put male USB to male USB cable in an Amazon search. You'll probably come up with them, and they have some pretty good ones. Yeah, yeah. That, that that's one of the things. So we'll get you a, a cable for that and get you. Set it started out working, so I called them, and I thought, why won't this work? Because the only thing they sent was a micro USB and a plug with it. And I knew there were two ports, but it was getting, I guess it has a battery in it. And so it was working a little bit until the battery finally died with just the micro USB plugged into the computer. But you got to have electricity in the cable. So, Well, let's make sure you get a... USB cable to a USB. It's hard enough time now to get a USB-C cable to a, um, a lightning or whatever or whatever cable. They've got a blue million cables out there now that you can find or look for. And not I all, think eventually everything's going to go to USB-C. And, and not all cables are created equally either. That's oh, no. Uh, that's, that's, Tim knows that very, very well. The other point that I learned this week is when you're setting up a new desktop from scratch, please, please get yourself a wired keyboard, a USB wired keyboard, because Bluetooth will not work so well. So, not yeah, the Bluetooth. So, anyway... Other than that, Jenny, you're all right. All right, let's go to Jeff in Albany, New York. Jeff, oh, thank you, Bill. Everything bothering... is good here. Oh, snow, snow. I think we're getting a little bit of snow here so far, but nothing. Maybe if, if we get an inch, we'll be happy. That's okay with me. I, I, that goes away quickly, and then it's going to warm up on Thursday and Friday, so it won't last anyway. Jeff, Everything you, is good here in Albany. Do you think you can bang on your floor and make your neighbor go nuts? Oh, I'd rather... Let, let what do they say? What is it? What is that expression they say? Let sleeping dogs lie or something like that. I think I'd yeah. Well, maybe he's be, lying now, so be, you're good. Be, when you live in an apartment house, you get complaints about everything, and 
this this person used to live in a house and he moved to the apartment building and he doesn't like any noise and he's chased all the people who live above him in the apartment that I'm in out of the building. They, they just can't deal with the pressure. But I'm here for since 2013 and it doesn't matter to me. I'm done. I mean, I just ignore him. But uh, he bang. I could turn over in bed at night and he bangs. I could uh, turn. I could uh, move my chair in my kitchen. And he bangs. So he bangs about everything. I mean, there was, he wants it completely quiet. And when you live in an apartment building, you can't have that. There's, there's no such thing. I grew up in an apartment all my life living in New York City. And there's no, there's no such thing as a, quiet, as a quiet apartment. Well, there we go. Hey, well, we're still there in that vicinity. Let's go over to JR. I'm thinking about the song, Bang Your Head. Yeah. <laughs> you're, right, you're right, JR. <laughs> I'm thinking about knock three times on the pipe or something. There you go. Knock three, yeah, I, well, I said that one earlier, but <laughs> I don't know. Quiet riots out good right now. <laughs> um, good afternoon. Good morning, everybody. Yep. Uh, just having a little bit of fun with uh, ham radio. Um, I just had to update my pie star last night where, where my, uh, is that uh, needed some updates. They're trying to do things to make things a little bit more secure. Uh, which really, I mean, once I got all the proper information, it wasn't so bad to do. Uh, believe me, the updating the, the thing wasn't the hard part. It was getting the information that I needed to do. But now it's working. Now it's working. That's fine. Um, putting up some videos on YouTube, some ham radio videos, um, which <clears throat> Jeff and I may talk to you about that later. Um, they're, they're, they're kind of fun. Um you know, one of the one of the impressionable stations, or, you know, he's a guy. He's a K3LR. He's a contest. It's a contest station, and it's uh, you know, not being able to see the thing uh, for me. Uh, I'm still drooling over the uh, the station because it's it'd be a station I'd love to have a chance to operate at, and certainly have a chance to. Uh, uh, well, I, I wish I owned about a tenth of the station. <laughs> That's the problem with ham radio. If you're really into it, the equipment's yeah. expensive. Yeah, uh, especially if you be. want, you want the Kenwood. Uh, what do they call the big the five five? Uh, what's the Kenwood five twenty? I, I forgot what it is, but they they're all expensive. For JR. Yeah. That's the problem. And well, what are his radios that he owns? Just to give you an impression, it's, it's twelve thousand dollars, and he owns he owns twelve of them. You can buy a car for you can't even buy a car for that these days so if you want to buy a no, new one. No, it so. takes a little more than that to buy a car. Yeah. All right, let's but go. It's, it's okay. Impressive. So, I guess we'll go on to Altoona, Pennsylvania, while we're out east. Well, we're doing good. We have a snow alert. I don't know how much we're going to get. Probably not that much. I don't think it's going to be much. It. I just just came across the phone. Oh. 32 degrees, so it's not going to last. I tell you, I need to be in Naples. This is nonsense. Um, cold weather and all that stuff. So you do anything else exciting this week? Not really. Well, actually, <clears throat> Thursday. yes, we are going out for my birthday tomorrow at 11 with Donna because um, we try to go right when places open. Because there's not many people at all. In fact, a lot of times we're one of only two tables being served, and we're way apart. So, well, these restaurants this can only go on so long with this little of service. So, happy birthday! 
Happy birthday, Chris. Is your birthday well, tomorrow, you. Chris? Pardon? Is your birthday tomorrow? No, no, but her housekeepers are coming tomorrow, so we're going to go tomorrow. I, I don't know why I keep wanting to think it's on the 17th. It is. Oh, I don't know why I was thinking that. I guess I was... But we're probably going to go to Longhorn because it's nice and safe there. People wear masks and all that stuff. So, Well, I think we got an award here in Indiana for the least mask state. Is that true, Jennifer? Indiana? I know. We're one of the hot spots. Yes, we're one of the highest spots for a while. Well, Cambria County... I think it's Cambria County. It's either Cambria or Center. Uh, Cambria. Yeah, it's it's growing. It's the it has the fastest county rate of growth in the nation right now, and isn't Hmm. that lovely? Hey, do you know all the McDonald's here in Albany, in the Albany, New York area, are not serving in the restaurant? You can only get you can only go through drive-through or takeout. Well, Steak and Shake is that way. You can't go into the restaurant. It's completely boarded up. For those of you who might be interested, um, there's probably going to be, assuming it works the way I think it will, we're probably going to be doing a demo in the next month on a portable rechargeable mixer, um, the kind you bake with, because that way, I'm, I'm curious about it, because that way you don't have the cord and all that stuff, so it's interesting to see how that's going to work. I'm going to look for a portable, rechargeable vacuum so I can clean up the kitchen. Well, I know where there's one of those. Okay. Icy makes a ton of them. Yeah. I'm curious. Yep. Do you guys know of any app for your phone that you can use to measure, like, a package or a box or anything like that if you don't have a ruler? Actually, there is uh what is that? And under the utilities on the phone? I don't know how well it I don't works. know exactly how accurate it is. Don't they have su- those talking tape measures that you can get that that, that yeah, they do. It, it has it scans the product and tell you how long it is or how big it is or whatever. Hmm. It'd be cheaper just to buy a, yard, a braille yardstick. <laughs> yeah, true. The older talking tape measures used to there was like a roller and yeah. you rolled it along the package. I don't know if they still use those or not. I have a Braille yardstick, and that's what I use. Well, I have a talking tape measure. It's um, it looks like a regular tape measure. You know, you pull the tape out, and it works pretty well. It and it's really accurate. I just wondered if there was one that was accurate for your phone if you didn't have something like that. Yeah, I don't. I I don't don't know know. how accurate that thing is on the phone that's in the utilities. We've never we've Older. played with it a little, but not that much. And I would imagine it part of it would be, are you getting it all in the camera? Are you? I, I don't know. I don't know how it works. Well, uh, let's see. We we speaking of Tim. I just heard him talk. It's Tim's turn. All right. Well, it's um, nice weather here. We're supposed to get up to forty-five today and tomorrow, which is real nice for this part of the world <laughs> and uh, um, I was going to mention that uh, I've been doing a fair amount of Christmas music on the legend although it doesn't have to be I want to make sure people know that because I've had a few people say to me that 
I play too much Christmas music. And then I've had a couple people say that I don't play enough. So it's well, hard to know what what the min, minimum or maximum is. But I think this year more than ever, people seem to be keying in on Christmas music Christmas because and, of all that's going on. But also, you know, as, as you and I do live programs, Tim, we follow what the people want to hear on the request line. And if they're the most vocal and want to hear Christmas music, that's what's going to be played. I, I think you follow those rules also. So, you know, you're not going to please everybody. I, I don't care what you do. You're not going to please everybody. And if you play too much, they don't want to hear the kind of Christmas music you play. In other words, you're not going to please everybody. And that's the way it is. So just well, say tomorrow being the first day of Hanukkah, I will probably play a little bit of Adam Sandler. Oh, there you go. Tomorrow, so. do, we, do we get all three versions? Uh, we might. Yeah, it'll be over a period of time. I won't do them all at once. Cause... I didn't know there was. I thought there was only one version of that. There's oh, three. No, there's three. Three that I know of. Yeah. So, hey, do the best you can on the Christmas. Just, just do your. Be yourself. Just be yourself, and that's all you can do. Um, let's see. Do we have? Have we reached everybody on the panel? I think. I think. Yeah, we have one hand. Oh no, we have two hands raised. I know we got Joe, or we, we got Joe, and then we have Bill in Chicago. Yeah. So. The end there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you want me to get Joe first? Yeah. Go ahead, Joe. Can you unmute yourself, please? Raised. Hit star. Hit star six on that touchstone phone of yours, George. Joe. Joe. There you go. Oh, okay. There we go. It's functioning here. Here we are, Albuquerque, New Mexico, 25 degrees up to 57. No snow today, anyway. Nice, clear skies. And the nice thing about Albuquerque, New Mexico, even if it's cold outside, we get so many days. Ooh, the sun is shining right now. Oh, wow. It is fantabulous. My arm is stretched. I'm waiting for this vaccine. Oh, my. Well, you better put an extension on it for a few months. <laughs> you better wait for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it might be just a little bit of time. But then again, Joe, who knows? You Maybe you know somebody and you'll have yours next week. But I guess they got to do one other form of pro- approval here in the United States to make everything. We used to have uh, the Minnesota Braille and Sight Saving School back in the early and middle 50s. We had all those vaccines, smallpox, polio, diphtheria. And what strikes me, it was always done on Friday, Friday morning. You could you could actually skip class, but you had to line up <laughs> to get shot, get poked in the arm. But anyway, that's one of the memories of alumni. So that I've... Oh, yeah, we had to do the same thing, Joe. So I understand that. Thank you, Joe. Let's see. Who else we got to go to, Jeff? Okay, let's go to Bill. And, Bill, can you unmute yourself out there in Chicago, Illinois? Yep, I'm here. And I just got a a thing on Twitter that uh, Paul Conrad is a meteorologist working for WGN, and he said for health reasons he has decided to suspend his social media accounts. 
Yeah, I, I read that on a, a thing here by uh, Robert uh, Feeder. You know, he's a columnist. He does all yeah, that that's where I got it from. Today. I guess I'm a little right. confused on that. Why would... Well, if you're, if you're on social media all day and all night, it can be rather stressful, especially when people post stuff that you don't that, that you may not like or post uh, disparaging remarks about you. So that's why he may have decided to do yeah, that. And he said, he said it's taking too much time away from his kids or something because he's got to be on that all the time. So that's why he's suspended at least till the end of the year. And here in Chicago, we're, eh, we're about 40 degrees. We're supposed to get in the mid-50s today. Today and tomorrow, we're supposed to get snow. They're predicting snow on Saturday night and Sunday. And I've been busy. I've baked six batches of cookies already. Um, what else have we been doing? Oh, as far as the radio, uh, the broadcast, my theory is if it's a request program, people's got to re- re- realize a request program like Bill plays, Tim does, and um, everybody does it. If you request a song and it's legal to play, you're supposed to play it for the person requested. Now, if you if you want to listen to a show that's just strictly non-Christian or non-Christmas or anything, then tune it out and listen to something else. I mean, that's my theory. If you're running a request program, you gotta you gotta honor the request. You lose you'll lose listeners anyway. Well, well, um, it's like Nixon said: you can please some of the people some of the time, and you can please. You know, or, or I, I can't remember the exact quote, you know, but it's... Yeah, I know what you're it's, talking about. It's the same right. thing. It's, it's, uh-huh. But, but no, I, I, I agree. I mean, I was, well, like yesterday, I was in the kitchen from, oh, about 8 o'clock Chicago time to almost 1 o'clock baking cookies, and I had the legend on my Lady A all day out there, so... I had well, this call it yesterday. It's, it's uh, the other thing. If you don't like what's being broadcast on the legend... Try putting in a show. Put a show together and, uh, you know. Well, yeah, right. Do that, but... too. Right, right. Or, or or another thing, if you don't if you don't like a legend, you can't find anything, go to that new radio station Bill found, FM Radio Free, and you can get any kind of music you want on there. See, I, I, mean, have, a, I have a different approach to requests, and that's why I probably don't work at the legend, in a sense. I don't think that a request should be played just because someone wants to hear it. It may not fit the format that you're playing. It may not fit the kind of music you're playing initially. So I mean, well, if you're, if you're doing if you're doing a request program, you can't have a format. Well, that's I mean, why that, I'm, that's, that's, my, that's my opinion. You know, if, you, if you if you're playing request, you can't format your show. Your your show is formatted to the request. Well, that's, okay, that's but, but even I, back, even back in the fifties, when the, before you even had phone in and. Internet well, stuff. They used to write letters to the radio station. Yeah, but remember, that, Bill, in, in the they 50s... Don't really, we right. don't go out of the format. I mean, if somebody requested a heavy metal song, we're not going to play it on the legend more than likely. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, there's certain but, things... But, you know, but if I'm doing a gospel show on Sunday morning... I'm not going to be playing Metallica or something like that. <laughs> you know, I'm going to Are you're not going to play, uh, you know, some film show like, uh, what, what's the one where the guy's a gambler in Chicago? But remember, also, in, in the days of radio, and it's still the same thing, you can get a request, and you can call a request into any radio. I don't care what it is, whether it's KSTP out there in Minneapolis, St. Paul, or WTMX in Chicago, or any any station. And they don't really take the request. They 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 make log what you say, but they don't rec- they don't really take requests. They follow a playlist. That's the oh difference. yeah right yeah well yeah they don't mm-hmm. do that anymore. They're, they're, I don't know they, they never did radio radio in the fifty they never really took your request. They would they would take them under advisement, but they, unless it fit the format, they would not play them. So well, uh, I know back in the back in the fifties when on I mean on um, 
I remember, in the, I know WIBC, I remember in the 50s, well, WOW mm. Fort Wayne, too. If you wrote into the station and sent a request in, 99% of the time it was honored unless it was stolen and they couldn't play. Like, I can remember when they banned Puff the Magic Dragon or uh, Caddyshack. They, 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 they banned a lot of songs that you couldn't play. And then also you had, at that time, uh, race music. They couldn't, they couldn't play black performers on some of the radio stations. Right. They wouldn't allow it. Because I can remember back, uh, there's another radio show I listened to once in a while late at night. Well, I can tell you the name. It's, it's Raleigh. You know who I mean. But anyways, one night she was on, and I happened to turn her on. She's on WGN now at night. And I was listening, and I called in and said, Do you remember back in the 50s, which I was shocked, in the 50s, you could turn on WLAC out of Nashville after midnight, and they played race music, stuff like Red Fox, Mom, Mailbody, all those people said, oh, yeah, she remembers that. And they got away with it somehow. They could play it after midnight, but they couldn't play it during prime radio time. And so, I mean, in fact, there's a, I don't know if this is true or not, because we, we mentioned this also, there was a story about Elvis when he first came out. They wouldn't play him on a lot of stations because they thought he was black and because he had that, that sound. Well, the way they found out that he was white, there was a station, I forget to call it, down SW in, uh, in Memphis that was interviewing him. And he mentioned the school he went to, the high school. And right away, bang, he was a hit because everybody knew he was white then because it was an all-white school. Well... I think we're getting uh, a, a far field, Phil. We, we were talking about requests, and I get that. And and, and but can I can I just say that let's? I think it's time to move on. And I'm not trying to be, give you a hard time, but we have we have two other people who have hands raised. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Have, no, go ahead. Okay. So thank you very much, Bill. All right. Who's the next victim, Jeff? Oh, let me get to it. Um, go ahead, Fran. Our friend from Moscow. Hello. Yeah, go ahead. Good morning. Well, I think I like my coffee just the way you like yours. Strong. Uh, Jeff, I like it strong. Well, I don't put any milk or sugar in it. If you drink it black, that's the only way I can drink my coffee. So if you drink it that way, that's fine. If you don't, that's not, that's not my coffee. It's got a, no milk, <laughs> no sugar, no cream, no nothing. Yeah, I, I used to drink it that way, and mostly I do. I've had some stomach issues that make me have to put a little cream in it once in a while if I'm having a problem, but most of the time... Uh... I drink mine black. <laughs> Gary drinks his black. I hear yeah. him. We hear him. Yeah. So, uh, you but can... anyway, you're, you're going to be envious of our weather today. We have, we're going to get into the 80s. Oh, oh that sounds wonderful. Naples, here so, I come. So yeah. that that should be interesting. We've been in the 30s and 40s, and now all of a sudden we're jumping up to the 80s. Any, so. Anything <laughs> else going on? In, are you guys got anything Any, else going on, or are you just watching the weather? Oh, not much going on here. Just uh, drinking our coffee and listening to you all. Yeah, and hanging out. Well, have you been cooking a lot on your new grill? I'm sorry, my phone was talking to me. What was that? I said, have you been cooking a lot on your new grill? Oh, yeah. Um, we just made, I just made hamburgers last night. I've made chicken. Um, pork chops are coming up. We've got some pork chops, so I'm going to make those. 
Um, the only problem I'm having my my new oven, I seem to burn everything in it. I don't know why. I don't know what so something's wrong with it because I set it. We have it marked. It's the uh, Cuisinart oven. Oh, I'm not happy with that. Yeah. And everything, but for some reason, if I put something on 350 for you know for for the time it's supposed to take, um, it overcooks. Well, hold on a second. Now this is a convection oven, correct? It's a it's a con- it's a convection oven, but it also has just the regular oven. I mean, you can put it on convection or bake a regular bake. Does okay, it also on. have the and air fryer in it? Does does it, yeah, it's got a fryer in it. Right. My suggestion is, it's kind of like anything else. If it tells you to cook those pork chops or whatever you're cooking, give me an example of what you're cooking that's burning. Um. Well, there are these little sausage rolls that we buy, and they're kind of a pastry with a sausage inside. And they're supposed to be cooked at 350 for an hour, and I didn't even have them on for half an hour, and I smelled smoke. <laughs> so, oh, um, like well, pigs in a blanket. That sounds like an oh, awful kind long of like, time. No, they're they're more like uh, kolaches. If you know what those are, kolaches, they're kind of like those. My suspicion is it may not be as burnt as. Sometimes, well, this happens with me, a little grease can get over and get into the oven, and that will cause a little bit of smoke, and you think that your food is burning. However, you can alter your time just a little bit, too. No, the food is actually overcooked. Now, are you How big are they, Fran? Um, that's hard to explain. They're they're not. Well, that, I mean, are they bite size? That, two bite size? Oh no, they're about uh, about two or three bite size. That just sounds like an awful long. An hour is a long time. Yes. Also, I would have guessed question, more Chris. like twenty oh, minutes. If you're cooking mm-hmm. on convection and it says on regular instructions to cook for a half hour, don't you have to cut the time down by a few minutes on convection? Not, it's well, not by much. For a half oh, hour, that. you would cut it down two or three minutes, or you could cut it down twenty-five degrees. It's really not that different. As as powerful as yeah. that oven is, I would I would do it like fifteen or twenty minutes and look at it. Yeah, me too. Cause like that a fourth of the like time that it time. says to do it, because that oven really cooks. Yeah, okay, so it's, it's, not, it's not that the oven is, is defective, it's just that that's the way no, it is. No, it's, it's the oven's working right, it's just strong and it really it really cooks because, you know, it's not nearly as big as your your oven in your, in your stove, so it doesn't have to waste all that time preheating and doing all that, it's ready to cook. The other thing I would do, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong, I don't know, it just sounds incorrect to me, I would have somebody double check the directions. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you can also open up that oven, pull out your tray if you need to, or whatever, and and look at that, and then put it back in, and it'll resume. Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, yeah that's what I do since it's been over. And I, you know, it's like the sometimes I'll put it if it says it's supposed to be at three fifty, or at four hundred. Sometimes I'll put it at three fifty. I mean, uh, I can cook French fries there in, in that thing in fifteen minutes, and that's from start, and they'll be rather crunchy and all of that. And some other ovens may take 20 or 25. So you just learn 
you know, you roll with it and learn, and you will. Yeah, I was just concerned that the oven might be defective or something, so no. I'm no. glad to know that, that it just works it's that just way. It's just a really good oven. Gary yeah, doesn't sound like you're starving I, yeah. either. Right. Oh, no. Hey, <laughs> I, mean, I didn't know there was any fine of food but burnt food the way I cook, so I'm, <laughs> I, I wouldn't know what to do. Um, okay. You know. Uh, let's see. Anything just, just else? Remember, folks, I'm an equal equal opportunity offender. So yeah. Oh, <laughs> we all it, are. Don't take it to heart. <laughs> we don't take it that seriously. All, all right. right. Next up is Alan Ramos, and can you unmute yourself, please? Hello, California. Hello. How are you guys? We are. Go ahead. We're good. Uh, um, we have about uh, 72 degrees. So uh, it should be the high today for us. Oh, beautiful weather. Yeah. Beautiful weather. Anything else going on with... Uh, no, not really. Just staying at home most of the time. Uh, yeah, left yeah. Uh, some groceries at Walmart that I forgot. You know, left them in the cart, so... Have to get, have oh, to that's not so good. I had no, some, not so good. a bad experience with Walmart the other day. I made my order. They confirmed it, said they'd shopped it, and they'd be there. I'm still waiting. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. They went to the wrong house, Bill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's down in Florida waiting for you. Uh, but uh, they I like to say that you guys played a lot, a lot of good music there on the legend. You know, I listened you know, quite a bit. Well, thank you, Alan. We appreciate that. We've got a pretty good Christmas collection. And at some point, probably 23rd, 24th, we'll probably go all... Uh, We'll go all Christmas for a few days so we can give the staff a little bit of time to enjoy time with their family, you know, for a few days. Or if they want to do broadcast, they can. So the who wants to can, who doesn't want to, doesn't. I was to. wondering, uh, Tim, if you have the Blue Jays uh, Lover's Island. Uh, we played sometime. Mm, I probably do. Um, I bet he can play that. I've just installed a. I haven't installed it yet. Getting ready to a new music information service on my oh, wow. computer called Muse M U S E, and it gives me all the charts, all the biograph, all the artists, what charted on this week, that week, this. So. It's always been a goal of mine to provide information when I'm playing the music as to what was what and what was not what. And so we know, and it's easier if you put together any type of a survey show or a, um, some kind of show that you can... You know, I'm so amazed to be able to how you guys find all these songs in the play, you know. Yeah, so am I sometimes. We can usually come up with it. We try to. Um, but I want to provide some information. You know, if I'm doing a country show on Saturday, I want to know, you know, what day, you know, we're talking about Ronnie Millsap. How many hits did he have? What, you know, what was his biggest hit uh, on this particular date? Was he charting, you know, what the status was and, you know, those those types of things. So, and that way we may be able to find some rare rare cuts or things that we might not be playing. So, 
We should Instead of see. Walter and I, sometimes we listen to your show on Saturday, you know, because we have to get up uh, before 6 o'clock to, to catch yeah, it Yeah, that is, that is what I call dedication. Um, you know, but we do what we can and and just do. But you're, you're really sounding good there, Alan. Oh, you're, thank you very much. And... Um, so, anything else before you, you and Walter have to say before? No, we're just sheltering in place because we are on a stay-at-home uh, for the next three weeks. Hey, you lost one of your oldies station out there, Alan. That KSUR AM was on yes. twelve sixty, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it is. They're playing they're, right now, Christmas right now. Well, they're on. They're going to be. They're going to be all classical, and they're going to be. It's now going to be going back to what it was a while ago. It's going to be going back to KMZT AM. Oh, I see. So yeah, it won't last but, long at that either. And then you can listen to KSU or, or KSurf or whatever they call it on the on the internet. So the oldies will be on an HD four signal of uh, KOGO, okay, uh, KKGO, I should say. And it'll I forgot to put it on my radio news, but it'll be on KKGO FM uh, HD four. So that's okay. What doing. So the, so it's going to be mostly KKGO or uh, Jeff. Uh, um, What's that? When they. Uh, are no longer playing Christmas music or whatever. They're, they're, they're supposed to go all, all classical, yes. All classical, okay. That's so we're looking forward to that. Uh, thanks for the information. Thank there you. you go. You can have the greatest hits of Bach right here. That's right. Mozart Radio. All right, Jeff, we have anybody next? Gary, can you unmute yourself, please? Yeah. Uh, hey, everybody. And uh, <clears throat> I thought of a great slogan for the new K-Mozart. Mozart playing music by more dead people than any other than all other Los Angeles area stations combined. Yeah, yeah well, they could, you know, do that like they used to do. In the oh my. Yeah. yeah, but talking about neighbors, now we're lucky because our downstage neighbor um, is a friend of ours, and so yeah, we don't really disturb each other. And, uh, but, yeah, it's ridiculous that people are like that. And we have a lot of people living in this building like that. But people can breathe up above them, and they're like, this is too loud. You know, like this. Especially if it's music. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If it's music, you're really yeah. <laughs> in trouble. They can blast their TVs. Yeah. But um, another quick question is, does anybody know where I can find a Braille calendar? Uh, Jenny would know about that. Jenny, I know you can get them from the Children's Action Fund. Children's Action Fund. Yeah, that's the that's the one I have gotten in the past, but I don't see any contact information you know, <laughs> for them. Should, so, do you still have one of those calendars? Because it should be in the around have, the August month. I yeah, they used to put between August and September they would put a thing, order next year's complimentary calendar, but they didn't do it this year. <laughs> so uh, I don't know because I, I, I use my iPhone as my calendar. Well I do too, but it's sometimes it's nice to just look you know, at one. A, you know, I you think, know, look something up. I know as a kid I used to get them from like through a, a I think they used to come in through American Printing Out. Right, you you could contact the National Library Service for the blind and they would yeah. Uh, I may have to find out, because um, unfortunately, I don't know why they didn't uh, put that in there this year. But uh, I bet we can find out for you. And, I bet you can do a Google search. And, and JR, I didn't even know when yeah. I was a kid that APH existed. So, but um, 
But I know they used to do it, and you always had to order them a little while ahead of time. Yeah, I would order them like uh, in the past. I would order them like around October, and I'd get it in about a month or so. Doesn't um, NFB also provide those yeah. calendars, Tim? Yeah, and uh, Lions Clubs, me. Yeah, the, the one I know about was the action, uh, children's action. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's the, the one that you have to order in September. It's not a desk size, it's like a wall size, but I know the Unity, uh, oh, Unity School of Christianity, they have one. And it's a wall size, and it tells you about the phases of the moon and all kinds of neat stuff. On the yeah, I used to bank at a bank where I had bank, uh, Braille bank statements, and they would send us a Braille calendar, and it had all these nice little pictures on it. But it had the moon phases each month and all that on it, too. It's pretty, you know, it's pretty cool. Um, but they quit doing that, a lot, you know, years ago. But Plus, I changed banks, but they quit doing that even before I changed banks. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm just uh, have to see what I can find. All right, thank you, Gary. Yeah, sure, Thanks, Google it. It's your best friend. I will. <laughs> yeah, it is your best. Okay, we have two more people. Bill, we have a. Uh, I'll just give the area code a seven two a seven three two area code. Can you unmute yourself, please? Star six on your touch tone phone is uh, is to unmute yourself. Go ahead, please. Uh, hi, this is Joni Leonard. Joni, we haven't talked to you in years. I know, because I didn't have the, the number. You know, you don't get the number very often. Mm-hmm. So, um, but then I found it this morning. Well, I wanted to tell you guys a few things. I just love the coffee club, and I love all things radio. And on the subject of radio, uh, WABC 770. Um, you know, they, they have Cousin Brucie on Saturday nights. They're, they're trying to bring in an audience because I don't think they're doing too well. And I think that you had said that a couple of times, Jeff. Um, so now they're going to start on Sunday night. Um, I guess it's two hours. I think you said from 8 to 10 um, of Frank Sinatra. Now, I don't know what the audience is going to be for Frank Sinatra. Well, I don't think they really care, Joni, because what the owner has said in the in publicly is he says, look, people need a break from talk radio on the weekends, and we're trying to fill a niche that's not being filled. And that's, that, that's what John Catamatis, who's the owner of WABC, um, has said in public. And he wants to provide WABC as an alternative, even if they do talk during the week. He wants to get rid of the national talk shows as much as he can and have more local live talk, which he's doing. And he also would like to uh, put more music programming on the weekends. He says his theory is, and he may be right, I don't know if he is or not, but what his theory is, Joni, is that people are tired of talk radio on the weekends. They want a break from it, and they would like to hear something a little different. And that's why he's doing... I don't know if he's doing the sounds of Sinatra with Sid Mark or... No, he's not. He's doing it... Having Joe Piscopo, who's on one of his other stations, uh, The Answer, um, 970. Um, Joe Piscopo, that used to be on Saturday Night Live, um, he does a morning show. Okay, and well... So he's going to do the Frank Sinatra thing. Well, that's good. I mean, it, it does give them a little difference. Hey, I mean, Google. No, 
then they're not yeah. going to be they're not going to be making tons of money on it. We get that, but uh, it does provide a little bit of variety uh, to the radio station. Do you like WABC with the cousin Brucey now? Um. Well, I don't. You know, I'm an old time radio junkie, so I listen to old time radio more than anything. And um, in accessible world, we have uh, uh, an old time radio thing on Saturday nights. So I listen to that. I listened to Cousin Brucey when they first put him on. Oh, and then they also have Tony Orlando on from 10 to 12 on Saturday night. Right, right. And, um, yeah, it was good hearing Cousin Brucey. But, you know, I never was a big rock fan or whatever. Okay. You know, I like my classical music. Okay, the other thing that I wanted to uh, mention is that I have the new NLS e-Braille reader. Not too many people have them yet, but they're, you know, we're going to, people are going to get them. And it is really so, so cool. If you're a Braille person, uh, you will love it. It's, 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 there's a lot to learn, and I'm learning it slowly but surely. And um, our, we had our Friends of the Library uh, meeting here in New Jersey on uh, Saturday, and they're going to get us help in um, trying to figure this thing out. But it, it, it is, it's a cute little machine. It, it's just its small because there are two uh, different readers made, and one of them is made by humanware, and it, that's the one that we have. And um, it's, it's just a cute, I mean, how else can I describe it? It's small. I've never used a Braille display before. So it, it's a lot of fun. And um, let's see, what, I think there was something else, but I can't think of it. Anyway, I love your shows, Tim. I listened to your Alice's Restaurant, and I got my sister to listen in Arizona and uh, through the uh, Miss A, and we were both listening to it at the same time. That was really fun. So thanks for playing that. Nope. And, um, thanks. <laughs> thanks, Joni. And Just real quick, Jeff, is she talking about the one that... Um we actually talked about it on on uh, I think Dave and Chris. I'm not sure if it was Dave and Chris, but someone. Oh, there was someone no. on the coffee club who demonstrated. No, no, no. That. it was it was um, wasn't uh, the one that uh, what's her name? Christic, Maria Christic. Yes, she demonstrated it on. She demonstrated um, it for ACB. So for ACB, that's right. Did, that, now, that's the same one. It's the same okay, one. Okay, so the question I would have: Did they do anything with the earphone jack yet? No. It's not, it has no voice in it. Well, I know, but I'm just wondering if their new updates came out with that. No, they weren't, they weren't going to put voice in it right now, at least for now. No, 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 no. voice in it. Okay. But, the, you know, Congress should be very happy because a lot of money is going to be saved because they're not going to have to produce uh, so many books in hard copy Braille. And, you know, they've always said that was the really a very very expensive thing well i, I can um, say as a student as a student of years ago you know carrying around books and braille <laughs> my my back would have appreciated something like this like what they oh have well today. you know i i live in a nursing home 
and there's no room for Braille, yeah. big Braille, bulky books and magazines in my room here. So this, once I learn it, but I always say that I'm a slow learner, but I'm going to learn it. I am learning it, and I'm teaching myself uh, pretty much how to uh, negotiate it and and we will get help. We're going to get a lot of help. So. Yeah, Tony, maybe maybe the first book you read on that machine might, if, if, if it's available, probably is it, but I'm just kidding around with you, but you might want to get the biography of Fred Allen or maybe the biography of uh, of uh, Marion, Marion and Jim Jordan and stuff like that so you can learn about the old-time radio people who you love so much. Oh, yes. I don't even know if they're available. Well, there's a Fred Allen book available on, on uh, Bookshare, two, I think, on Bookshare. But I don't know if we're going to be able to use Bookshare or not. Right now, I think it's it's just NOS. But whatever it is, I'll read anything. <laughs> well, almost anything. No, I guess I will read anything. Yeah. Um, but I saw the the magazines. Uh, I love Cats as Bill does. And uh, <laughs> there's a magazine called Catster. And... Uh, so I can't wait. I don't have a, I don't have a real cat, but um, I can introduce you to my robo cat. <laughs> I know someone who's got two of them. You want them? <laughs> I'm just kidding, Joni. Oh, you're you. Oh, would I love to have a real cat? Oh, I don't think it's. Where is yeah. it? Oh, well, I'm not going to waste your time. Well, Joni, I think, I'll come back. I think, um, and, and I, I'd probably be okay with saying this, but um, if you can look up Maria Christic um, here in Albany, New York, um, she's been doing some training or been doing some, she's a beta tester, I guess. Um, As we all are. Okay. And I'm, I'm sure she'd be very happy to help you out with uh, any of your questions. Well, I have no way of looking up anybody because I don't have email. Um, okay. I don't. I used to be. I used to do a lot of things, and uh, I was uh, pretty sick for a couple of years, and 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 I consider that I was brain dead. I thought I couldn't learn anything, but I'm learning stuff again. You're learning. You're learning, and you're doing a great job, and. Uh uh, we're gonna. I, I know myself. I'm gonna wish you a great holiday season. Yeah, Joni. Ed, so one of the things. Monday is healthy. my birthday. Monday is my birthday. I'm gonna be 81. Oh, oh. Joni. Well, first of all, let's wish you a happy Hanukkah. Okay. Oh, thank you, and the same to you, Jeff. And, and I, I will tell you that I have a crazy hobby. I collect television shows from the past, and what I've been amassing right now from YouTube is all the old What's My Line shows from the 1950s and 1960s, which were which was a really good. Uh, I like that it was a game show that where you had to be intelligent. You had to figure out what was going on. You had to use your brain with that show, and I really enjoyed it back then. So thank yeah, you, Joni. Yeah. We, we do have some calls ahead uh, that we have to get to, but of and course. we've got a thank demo again, coming up, but Joni. I want to thank you for calling. And, and always, please keep in touch with us. I'll thank make sure you. we give out the number more and more and more. So you take care, Joni. Thank you, Joni. Anybody else, Jeff? We have two people, so let me get the Beth model, and then we have Jerry, and I know we have a demo to do, so and I don't know how long long it is. So, well, it's uh, not going to be so long, so we're good. All right, so, Beth, can you unmute yourself? 
Hello. Okay, well, I'm sorry, Moline. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. We all make mistakes. Pull buddies, perfect. <laughs> I got. I I was gonna say I really like. I like the idea of the Christmas music on any radio station right now. And then also, I used to listen to it on the Music Choice when I could still get that. And I also like a lot of the old-time radio. And I've got a, a station that I listen to on the weekends. They have a girl Holmes marathon, and I absolutely love that. So by golly, old-time radio. But uh, but uh, I I was thinking about this morning. I over the last few days there have been a couple times where I've gotten to talk to Gail, and she I know that she's she sounded a little discouraged, but she certain things that she's telling me I'm letting her know that reason for certain questions is because they want to make sure that her memory is intact, and that's really about the best advice that I can give her. Because I know that she's still in the nursing home, and I pray that she can get out of there soon. I'm sure she's praying about that more than I, I, I have. <laughs> I I got a call from her on the request line yesterday, so she, she's, she's listening on something. Yeah, she's got an iPad that a nephew of hers is letting her use, I guess. And I think that's a wonderful thing. And someone was able to help her the other day find the voiceover, turn on the voiceover for it. So that's a really nice idea. At least that way she can listen to you. And I thought that she said she was listening to you too as well, Tim. And so I I didn't know for sure if she'd be listening to the coffee club this morning or not. I, I hope she is. Well, I hope she can come home soon. Do they think maybe before Christmas? I don't know about those places. Oh, once I know they, we're all hoping that. Once they get you in there. You yeah, know. and I know she, she doesn't like the questions they're asking her, but at the same time, I have to let her know that they're doing this stuff that, you know, the scenarios and that sort of thing, that they're doing it so that they can make sure that her memory is intact and, Whenever you work with therapists, they ask you questions like that. I know when I had my knee surgery, they would they would ask me yeah. questions like that every day, mm-hmm. well, almost every day, to make sure that you know what's going on. And yeah, and the thing, the whole thing about the balance, and I said that they want to make sure that your balance is going to be okay, so that eventually, when you get back to your well, they want to make sure that your brain is still communicating with everything. That's correct. They certainly don't want to. They don't want to fall again, Beth. About that. Yeah. They don't want to fall again. That's that's, the, that's right what, because she's fallen three times and her. That's. Yeah, and I know somebody that's else that's happening to and they just fall backwards. <laughs> yeah, it makes it kind of yeah. bad. But oh yeah. Oof. If you talk to her, Beth, it, let her know that we're thinking oh, of her. It scared me when she. T- we're having a little trouble with Bess. Yeah, you're breaking up a little bit. But I was making sure. Oh. You're breaking. It's, it's, it's internet. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much, Beth. I found the information for the Children's Action Fund. I put it in the notes, and you can go to their website and fill out a form, or you can send them an email if you want the 2021 calendar. Got it. Oh, good. very good, Jennifer. Good. And we'll I put don't that. know people... I, I don't know what kind of experiences people have had, but I have noticed that the mail is quite slow lately. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's not so so great. We're going to talk about that in just a minute after we get through these callers. We have two more. Uh, I've got one subject real quick before a demo. That I okay, do you, want me, do, you want, do you want to do that subject, or do you want to get to the no, hands No, no, let's get to the callers. Okay, Jerry out there in Indiana, Pennsylvania, why don't you unmute oh. yourself, please? You're next. Go ahead, Jerry. Okay, good morning, everybody. It's uh, 31 degrees here in Indiana, PA, going up to 36. And, uh, you know, I really enjoyed the... Uh, well, I don't know if you guys are aware of it, but uh, Frank Sinatra's birthday is coming up on the tour. It would have been his birthday on the 12th. And uh, there's going to be a lot of stuff on the Radio Classics channel on, uh, like, Rocky Fortune and all that stuff that he played in. And uh, so, you know, there you go. But enjoy Cousin Brucey sometime on Saturday. And as I've heard him and Tony Orlando, for the most part, though, I listen to you guys and I listen to the Hometown Countdown on the ride there. All right, yeah. very good, Jerry, and uh, very good, and give our best to Judy, okay? Okay, she's right here. All right. All right, thank yep. you, Jerry. Yep. Uh, we have one more in the 414 area code. That is Nancy. Go ahead, Nancy. Unmute yourself. Now, star six on your touchstone phone. Well, I Go ahead, Nancy. You. We got you now. Good morning. Um, actually, I have a couple things. If you, I found this accidentally on the, the Victor stream. It's called uh, the Calm Radio Network. It's C-A-L-M. They have over 500 stations. And you have, if you want the 500 stations, you have to pay for the service. But they, there's a number of them that you can get without paying. And what I particularly enjoy is there are a ton of classical stations. And I mean by composer. You can get the Bach channel, the Chopin channel, the Mozart channel the Verde channel, the Tchaikovsky channel, the Beethoven channel, the Schubert channel, all kinds of them. And they are wonderful if you are a classical music lover. And I do still love classical music. Um, my late husband was a, a violinist, and well, among many other things, but he played in an opera company for a number of years. Well, you know, Nancy, then, there's, a, there's a station called WKCR in New York. And every time mm -hmm. at Christmas time, from Christmas through New Year's, they play nothing but 24 hours of Bach. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. And then my other topic, this one's a hard one, but I talked with Bill. Some of you know that my health has taken a real major change, and we are going to have to do some really drastic changes around here. Um, oh, God, I don't know if I can do this without crying. Um... I've been seeing a lot of specialists lately, and I found out yes, uh, Thursday that the medication for my lungs is no longer working, and I've gotten some other opportunistic infections, and the medications for them are no longer working either. So it's put me in a really precarious situation. I can sit, and I'm okay, but the minute I stand and start doing things, my oxygen will drop below 70 and then I have balance issues, I have dizziness, and this is even with my oxygen on. My oxygen is on right now. And today, <clears throat> we have a friend, or a person who does uh, shopping with Dale right now, and today she has to come over and do dishes for me because I, I can't do them. 
It's not that I don't want to. And anybody who knows me well knows that I was always a very, very ambitious person. And this is so hard on me because this just isn't me. Um, and I hate it. And the problem is they're trying to get um, visiting nurse association to come to my house because for one of the infections, I have to have injections every day for several days to see if they can get the infection out of my system. And they're talking about the possibility that they may have to do chemotherapy to try to target one of the things that I'm dealing with, even though it's not cancer, because they think they can target it through a particular, through gene-type therapy, but through chemo. Um, it's putting a damper on Christmas. Uh, it's putting a... This is hard on all of my family because nobody lives around here, and obviously with the pandemic, <clears throat> uh, they, they're not they're not about to come up here, nor do I expect them to, although... My sister Lynn, who lives in Texas, really wants to be here, and she might try to come up for a couple weeks after Christmas. And um, all I can say is this is a terrible situation to be in, and I don't wish this on anybody. If anybody would have told me that I was going to have an incurable disease, I would have said, you're nuts. But here I am, and I'm trying to do the best I can. I'm trying not to be negative. You know, I always tell Bill, well, I could be worse, I could be worse, and I try to be positive, but there are times, like now, I just want to cry, and uh, just, I'm not asking for sympathy, but just keep me in your prayers if you can, and um, especially Dale, because it's really hard on him, he's so used to me being, as he called me, the Energizer Bunny, and I'm not the Energizer Bunny anymore. Nancy, so, you know that, you don't even have to ask. It's just tough. It's, you know, I mean, Bill, I've been keeping him abreast of exactly what's going on. And I don't want to go into too much detail because, frankly, it's too painful. But um, I hope everybody has a wonderful Hanukkah and a wonderful Christmas. And I am a faithful legend listener and have been for more than five years. And I will keep on listening to legend. But if you're listening, you know, and Jeff, what was the call letters of the classical W what? Okay, it's not always classical. I mean, they, they play a lot of things classical and jazz. But if you go to the Victor stream and you search for it, it's WKCR-FM. WKCR. Okay, thank it's you. College Radio. It's owned by Columbia University. Oh, yeah, because um, I, especially at this time of year, um, when Gary was alive, we were both involved in, I mean, we were both involved in um, several choruses, and he was involved in a change of music thing, too, and I played flute, and so we always did madrigals at this time of year, classical Christmas, and some pop Christmas stuff, too, and you know, I haven't done that for a few years. But anyway, please take care, everybody, and um, have a wonderful holiday season. All so, right, Nancy, bye-bye. and stay tuned for just a minute here. Stay tuned. When, when you're Me? there, yeah, when you're okay. when you're monitoring, just stay tuned to what we got to say here in just a few minutes. Okay, thank you, Bill. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you, Nancy. Guess how do you top that, unfortunately? Um well, you can wish her the best in right. and let her know she's not alone. Right. Uh, anybody, do we have any other callers? That's Jeff? it. That's it. Okay. I'm going to talk about this topic real quick because I think it's a timely talk of, topic. 
Be so aware when you're doing Christmas shopping. And I'm not trying to single out blindness websites here or blindness places where you can call and place orders. But look for certain things when you're trying to buy something from some of the blindness places. A, one of the the biggest concerns I have is not knowing what brand of an item is when you um, are going to order from that particular vendor. And if you don't know, if you can't call them, they won't provide it, then maybe you ought to look elsewhere. If you have to call a blindness vendor and they don't have a website and they just do it by email and they don't provide you with itemized receipts and things that are compliant, um, maybe you need to stay away from those types of websites. There are a lot of very good blindness websites out there who do comply and do a good job. Places like Mixed Mystic Access that I know and Blind Bargains. Chris, do you want to say anything about that? You do a lot of shopping. Do you follow along with what I'm saying? Uh, She'll be back in a minute. Okay. Um, But anyway, people that that do shopping, be aware of that. Make sure you get an itemized receipt, especially by email or whatever. And it's so very important. I know, Jennifer, when we did the old-time radio store, in order to be in compliance, we had to do that. Um, We had to show the products and all of the stuff. I'm back, Bill. Okay. I was talking about shopping and being in compliance and when you made an order you should receive emails um that show the products tracking and 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 I, i had one interesting experience with one seller um i wanted something they had because well i had a specific use in mind and i called them and and I didn't have an item number, so I was explaining to them the, about the device I thought I wanted. And they asked me what I was going to do. And I told them what I wanted it to do. And they did tell me, um, that's not going to work for what you want it to do. So they actually talked to me out of buying something. And that, that's a good, good positive feedback. But good positive feedback is... You know, you know that that's a great thing, but when a dealer doesn't send you a tracking number when they ship something, or the items that you've bought listed lists the price, then you need to be aware. Or if you're going to a website and they don't tell you what brand it is, so you can research it or have some idea. You better beware because you're probably going to be paying a little bit more for that product. It's also a good idea when you're on that website while you're there to go ahead, if you can, and get a phone number just in case you need to call. Right. I'm more suspicious if I go someplace and they don't show me the prices for things. Or 
If well, he, the good thing is, make sure you pay pay it with a credit card too. Right. The, and one thing is, I don't like this. I I, I won't name, mention the name of the company because I don't think it's fair. They don't, they're not here to defend themselves. But there's a right. blindness company that sells stuff, and they'll bill your credit card long before it ships, and they may not ship it out. And I had I had a product problem with this company, and they did, and they weren't able to provide the product. And and they and when you tried to get the refund, you couldn't get you couldn't get them to call call you back on email. You couldn't get them to I mean, answer your emails. You couldn't get them to call you back when you when you when you uh, tried to get back in touch with them. So I had to contact my credit card company. So Jr. is right. You better use a credit card when you do your ordering like that because at least you have some resource. You have some you have a, a ability to deal with that. I and mean, the credit card refunded that charge for me. But uh, that's a very good point, Jr. Mm-hmm. And oh, this... I had that happen to a company over. I think it was in China or whatever. Oh yeah. Ordered. And Probably some ham-related stuff. No. <laughs> and be suspicious when they do, if they do give you a phone number and voicemails are full or mm-hmm. those types of things. So that's very, 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 very important. And if they do charge your card, and some merchants will right away, they need to have that... Um, did you have an experience that made you think of this? No, I didn't per se. <clears throat> I was thinking of the Walmart experience last week where they can charge you instantly, but it might take them one to three days to get your money. It may take you one to three days to get your money back. See, I don't think that's always so fair. You know, if if you charge me $100 for groceries, then you don't deliver those groceries. You shouldn't hold my money for three days. I don't... Well, there is time for investigation. And, you know, in all fairness to the, to the, to the seller, you do have to give, not so much the seller, but so much the credit card companies, you, they have to do their investigation. All right. But they've got no problem taking it right away. There's no right. investigation on that. You know, there's no investigation on that. Let's say I'm right down here on the edge and I order $100 worth of groceries, but they do a temporary hold where they hold $140. And that's money that's gone for two or three days. Yeah, but I think a lot of, I mean, that's the norm. I mean, when I go to Instacart and they mm-hmm. and they bill my credit card, let's say my grocery bill is, is $92. But what if I wanted more stuff and I and you can change your right. order while they're shopping? I, I get that. I I get that. I I don't have a problem with that. But let's say you call Instacart and they're supposed to be there at one o'clock. One fifteen comes, one thirty, two, three, four, five, six, and you still get your stuff. You give them a call and they say, I don't know what happened. We're gonna have to investigate. You call them back and they say, Oh, we're just gonna have to cancel your order maybe or whatever and they'll tell you it's going to be two to three days or this could be DoorDash or whatever um, is that a fair thing either? No, that's not fair. No, that's that's it's, not It's not fair and sometimes you can work with they can actually call your bank and say, you know, please refund their money back. And, but here's, here's the bottom but line. I think the memo feels only stay on your account for like a week, maybe. I think it is. If I make 
you know, if I pay a monthly subscription to DoorDash or whatever the company, big company, to, you know, I pay a subscription, and they don't deliver an order or don't deliver orders, then some type of action needs to be taken against company. Can you do chargebacks against companies like that, like you can an individual or that you buy things from? I, I don't know. I know that things that you buy back, Jeff, could do a chargeback on that particular company. And you and I both being merchants, we know that 99.9% of the time they do a chargeback, the customer wins. Mm-hmm. You know that 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 is the way things work. The if you're the merchant, the credit card company will not usually does not back you. I think one time in all the years, PayPal backed us for some reason, and I forgot why it was. Do you remember why that was? Because we sent them the product that they said they didn't receive, and we had a receipt they- from the post office which said it had been delivered. I think maybe that's the only reason as to why. But just because, the point I'm trying to make in this, not a rant, but a discussion is just because it's a blindness company, you do not have to give them a pass on doing the correct or right things. Those rules are out there for all of us, and we need to follow those rules and that customer needs to be informed you know every bit right of the way and most most good websites are compliant and they do that so that's what i've got to say about that anybody else have any questions before we go to said demo here in just a minute no, I have a call. Oh, Tim has a call. He also has a buzz. It's pretty brief here. So. Okay. Tim, that sounds like you're having some technical issues over there. It's his headset or something. Hang on a second. Is it, is it better now? No, but it's okay. You can play your... Play this will work. Uh, this is uh, this is Gabe Never Neverland right now, and I'm calling the coffee club just to leave a message and say hi. I'm not sure what the what the topic is. Like I said, I'm not at home now, but I'm going through some physical therapy and a few things for other things. So, um, just wanted to leave this message. Uh, thanks much. Bye. There you go. Did that work? That worked. Okay. That worked. That was Gail giving a little summary on what she was going through and letting us know. Gosh knows how much medication they give everybody when (laughs) they're in there or what. I mean, I don't know. All we can do is is pray for the both of them today. Um, Chris, you want to say anything or Dave about this demo? Dave, I, I know we had to look hard for to find this uh it's a light detector and i know there's one in the phone but they don't always work where you need them to all right well well we're going to find out it's about an 18 minute demo 
And we're going to find out about a light detector. And some people, this is very important for. So here we go. Well, hello once again, everyone. It's time now for another exciting demo. And today we have a product that... uh, We looked hard for. Yeah. And it's really kind of hard to explain, but... Uh, there are a lot of times when we need to know whether a light is on or whether it's off. Now, I mean, you, there are light detector apps for your iPhone and things like that. The problem with the apps are on, on your iPhone, you can't always get an iPhone into where you need to know where the light is. And you can't always pick up a tiny, tiny light. For example, inside a microwave or something like that, uh, you probably might have a little difficulty getting your iPhone <laughs> into the microwave. Well, or for like an oven, if you need to know that a light is on while you're cooking something, if you want to know while the door is shut. For example, we had an oven once that had a rotisserie, and the only way we could tell for sure if the rotisserie was going around was to hold a light probe in front of the door, and the light would change as the rotisserie went around. So there are times you just can't put your iPhone in there. Because whatever was rotating in there would go in front of the light, and it would make the light go lower or higher according to your light probe. So um, we have a real good example here. We have a dishwasher uh, made by Bosch, and it, it it's so quiet when it first starts that you, you almost have to hold your ear up to it to be able to tell whether it's running or not because it's filling with water, but you can't always hear it. It's a 44-decibel dishwasher, one of the quietest that they make. Yeah, so what Bosch has done, they put a laser in the dishwasher that aims... It's, it, it aims down underneath the dishwasher. It aims a laser beam onto the floor. So sighted people can tell if it's on or not because it is really quiet. So we can use the light probe to be able to tell if we can't hear it, especially if you got other th- noise going on in the kitchen or whatever. So we can take the light probe and put it underneath the dishwasher and it will let us know it will see that laser beam and and of course it'll it'll give us a tone and i'll be demonstrating that in just a minute of course we don't use that very much anymore but when the dishwasher first started we did use it when we first got it to make sure it was working properly yeah the problem was i installed the dishwasher myself and when i uh when got it all done and uh we had gotten the button layout and everything and and so uh, you know we started it and i said to chris i said well i don't know if it's running or not so we had to get a um we uh, have another light probe but we yeah we had to get another light probe a light probe to use because uh, we knew that that laser was shining on the bottom of the down on the floor and sure enough it the, the dishwasher was running and we knew that because of the light probe another use for the for the light probe is 
if you want to know whether your iPhone is on or off. Because <laughs> uh, if you go to shut down your iPhone and you don't know if it's on or off, use a light probe. And hold it close to the screen. And if, if it's on, the screen is lit up, and so the light probe will detect it. Same with a computer monitor. It's easy to bump one off. And if you want to, I mean, you obviously you can, if you're calling somebody to look at the monitor for you, they can tell you. But it's nice to have all that figured out before you call. Right. So, I'll let Chris give you a little bit of information about this product. We looked all over for this thing, and I'll tell you, because of light detectors in the phone, it's really hard to find one. This is from MaxiAids, and I could not find it on the website. <coughs> I got a clue because I did a search for light detector on Amazon, and it pointed me toward MaxiAids, but when I went to MaxiAids, I couldn't find it. So what I did was I called, and they do have it. It's called a Light on Light, L-I-G-H-T space O-N space L-I-G-H-T, when you get it, it's going to be called a light alert detector. So I searched both ways and couldn't find it. But anyway, they do have it. It is a Reizen product, and Reizen is R-E-I-Z-E-N. You can, well, I started to say you could see it on the MaxiAids website, but I couldn't. Anyway, if you want to try, it's MaxiAids.com, M-A-X-I-A-I-D-S.com, or you can call MaxiAids at... 800-522-6294. Its SKU number is 5077554, and it is $45.95. Okay. Well, I guess it's time for me to do my stuff. <laughs> And uh, in in this house, we have all kinds of reasons why a light probe uh, or light detector or light alert, whatever you want to call this thing, it can be used for. And um, so I'm going to describe this thing as well as I can. It's about three inches long. And on the top end, if you want to find the top end of the unit, there is a little round tube-like thing that sticks out of the top. That's what senses the, uh, the light. And right underneath that, there is a little switch. It's and you, kinda, It's skinnier than the... Yeah, tube. it's a little, little flip switch. You flip it to the left, uh, the right, that turns it on. You flip it to the left, turns it off. And that's all that's on the top. And then as you come down the light detector, it, it's about uh, it, it's about a quarter of an inch bigger or wider than a 9-volt battery. And so as you bring your hands down on each side of the uh, light detector, you will come to a 9-volt battery that sort of sticks out of the light detector because when you get it what they do um, <laughs> and it puzzled me at first they, there's a 9 volt battery that's in there looks like it's installed it looks like it's installed uh, the problem was they didn't they put it in so far so it doesn't make contact for shipping reasons or whatever 
And so I set the unit down on the table and pressed down on the light detector and made sure that that battery snapped into place. It's a nine volt battery. And so that that's, um, far as the thickness, it's pretty much the same thing. Uh, the thickness, about a quarter of an inch thicker than the nine volt battery. So it's, it'll fit right in the palm of your hand. I can, I can close my hand on this thing. So it's not, uh, and I don't have real big hands. And uh, so it, it, it's not hard to handle at all. So um, I guess probably the first thing I can demonstrate, we have uh, our Christmas tree up right now. So I'm gonna take my recorder and walk over to the Christmas tree. And I'm gonna, the first thing I'm gonna do is find the switch on the top end of the light detector. You're getting some light. And I'm going to have Chris tell the A lady to turn on my Christmas tree. Did you find a bulb? Well, I'll find them. Alexa, turn on the Christmas tree. Okay. Well, actually, when I turn Okay, on you can. Here, uh, I had to come up pretty close to the uh, the bulbs on the Christmas tree. As I go away from the bulbs, it gets lower and lower and lower. And you want to tell the A lady to turn the Christmas tree off? Alexa, turn off the Christmas tree. Okay. Okay, and this end the tongue disappeared when she told it to turn off. Okay. <clears throat> now, uh, in our kitchen, of course, I don't know how well this is going to work because we get a lot of light in the kitchen, but, well, maybe we can do this. The, the, as far as I know, the kitchen light is not on. So, and you be quiet, bird. Uh, and I will turn on the kitchen light and the kitchen light is on and the kitchen light is off now we have our TV muted right now so I'm gonna make sure my switch is on on the light detector now I don't know whether it's, well I do know that it's on but if I didn't um, all I got to do is walk close to the TV screen, turn the switch on, and that's the TV screen. And as you can tell, as I walk farther away from the screen, the light gets lower and lower, the, the tone does, and eventually the tone disappears. We have quite a bit of natural light in here as well, so it's hard to get it to be all the way quiet, but it will if it's dark. Now, the other thing I'm going to do is I'm going to walk over here to the computer and open the desk. And I want to find out if the, t if the computer monitor is on. And here again, when I turn the switch on, you want to always, when you're not using this thing, turn that switch off by flipping it to the left uh, over towards the the left of the unit. Okay, so I'm over here at the computer monitor, and I want to find out if it's on, so I'm going to turn my switch on. 
clean this thing. You can almost tell where, where there's writing on the screen because the, uh, the light gets a little bit dimmer because of whatever color the light is. So you can just about tell where the writing is on the screen. It's kind of cool. Now, I believe I had said earlier, another thing that you can do with this thing, I'm going to leave my recorder down here is find out whether my iPhone is on or off. Now, it should be on, as far as I know, uh, but if I want to... That's not the uh, phone. That's the bird. Uh, if I want to know whether this phone is on, I will turn the switch on on my Light Pro, and I will hold it down to the phone. And the phone is on. And I can tell I can, if, if I'm getting the light from the phone just by moving my probe from side to side over the screen, not touching the screen. Don't want to scratch your screen. Oh, okay, clock. <laughs> that, and that left me know that the, uh, the unit or the phone is on. So I'm going to lay my phone down. I was bribing the bird with cashews. <laughs> So anyway, <clears throat> that's pretty much how it works. Um, if you have um, like a piece of equipment, you know, a lot of things you, you, you can't tell whether when you turn it on, uh, these some of these wireless keyboards, Bluetooth keyboards, and you have to turn a, push a button on the keyboard Especially to turn Apple it on. Ones. Yeah, like Apple keyboards. Uh you have to look for the light that's on the keyboard. And it's and, hard to find. Right. So you don't know whether that keyboard is on or whether it's off, especially if you get just get it and you wouldn't need to pair it or whatever. You need to know if it's on. It'll also tell you if it's flashing. We don't have a way to demonstrate that right now, but it will also tell you, obviously, if it's flashing because the noise will go on or off or louder or quieter, whatever, depending how much light you have in the room. Right. Uh, a radio is another example, although, you know, usually if you turn a radio on, you're going to hear something, unless the volume is down. So you can look at the display on the radio, for example, and you can tell uh, whether the, the display is lit up or not. Or on routers, a lot of the companies will say, well, is it flashing? Well, you know, yeah. now you can know. Right. So I will have Chris give you the information about this product one more time. This is from MaxiAids. MaxiAids calls it a light-on-light light detector. When you get it, the little package says light alert detector. So I don't, you know, whatever you want to call it, I guess. is. And it is a Ryzen product. It's $45.95. 
You should be able to go to maxiades.com and see it. I could not, but if you want to try, you can do that. But if you really want to order one and you can't find it, which is what happened to us, you can call 800-522-6294 and tell them you want to buy a light on light. And I think I said it's $45.95. Its SKU number is 5077554. That's 5077554. It's a great little unit. It works. I have a couple homemade ones that I I put together that we use here. but uh, They work, too. They work, too, but... Uh, this one is uh, a, a real one, and uh, and it works well. Yeah. Well, as I said, that's how it works, and it does exactly what we, Chris and I, wanted it to do. If you have any questions about this product, you can always email Bill Sparks at bill at billsparks.org. That's Bill at BillSparks.org. And if he doesn't have the answers to the questions, he'll get a hold of us. And as I always say, we will do our best to get the information to you with the answers that you may need. Or if you have any questions or comments during this live broadcast, you may reach us by calling 646 558 Eight six five six. That's six four six five five eight eight six five six. When you're asked for a meeting ID, enter eight four eight seven two five four five zero. That's eight four eight seven two five four five zero. Press pound when prompted, and when you're asked for a user ID, press pound one more time, and you will be in the room with us where you may ask your question or make your comment regarding this product. Well, that's all the time we have for this demo. Stay tuned next week for another exciting demo. There you go. Very, very good. The only problem we have when we when we did the demo... My recorder has a tendency to keep the level the same, so I had to walk kind of really far away from <laughs> what I was showing. But uh, we really like it, and it comes in very handy around here. You know, especially if you forget to turn your lights on in the morning and somebody comes to your house and says, uh, why don't you have any lights on? So th- this way you can remedy that problem. It doesn't change pitch, but it changes the volume of the tone. Is that, is that right. what I'm getting Exactly. Yes, there used to be some out there that changed the pitch, and they're just really hard to find these days. I never thought about that. Didn't you used to be able to get them from, like, APH or someplace? Or? Yes, well, I don't a, know. American like, Foundation for the Blind used to sell them years ago when they used to sell products, you know, that you had it, a life. It's kind of like it's going the way of the talking um, call waiting thing, the boxes, because... Everybody thinks, well, they're on the phone, and they are, and that's fine, but there are just times you want something separate that you can actually really direct. Well, sometimes you might need to find a light that's in a real small place that you can't get that camera in there off the phone to or, s- to see it. Or maybe you've got a lot of little appliance lights, and you want to know exactly which one. It, it's just nice to have one. A lot of things you can do with them. Chris, while we're 
here. Do we have a recipe before we get too far afield? I have a recipe for uh, they're called kitchen sink Christmas cookies and it's a Betty Crocker recipe so it calls for Betty Crocker mix it is one 12 and a half ounce pouch of Betty Crocker chocolate chip cookie mix the butter and eggs called for on the package one half cup of red and green M&M's one half cup of mini marshmallows one-third cup of coarsely crushed pretzel pieces, one-fourth cup of cocktail peanuts chopped, two tablespoons of red, green, and white candy sprinkles. You preheat your oven to 365 degrees and line a couple of baking sheets with parchment paper. You mix the cookie mix, the butter, and the eggs in a bowl until soft dough forms. Stir in remaining remaining ingredients one at a time. And be gentle with the M&Ms. Drop dough by two tablespoonfuls about two inches apart. And bake nine to 11 minutes or until light brown. Cool on the sheets for two minutes. Remove to rack and finish cooling on the wire rack. It's supposed to make 25 cookies. One cookie has 170 calories if you'd like to know such a thing. Now, how do you you know, Chris? I mean, I'm not really a kitchen expert. I will tell you. And by the way, if QVC is having, I think it's a cooking day today at QVC. How do you know if uh, if it's light brown, you know? Um. You can usually feel brown when they start to feel a little bit crispy along the edges and the top is not, it's um, not real, soft. real soft. It's a little, it's going to be soft, but not real soft. It's like there's a, a well, you know how rolls feel when they're brown. It, it's yeah. going to have a little bit of a uh, coating over it. You you can actually feel brown. The reason I asked you is because... Uh, when 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 I I had a girlfriend in Syracuse years ago and I, and she used to make cookies a lot and I would play with the timer on it because I liked them burnt and she was never happy with that because I always wanted the edges burnt so I guess I won't do that to you Chris I, I promise I'll leave it to Jeff I'll hide my timer <laughs> if you come <laughs> Dave you, you should know I'm, I'm a man after your heart you know, in that sense you probably would have done the same thing if you get away with it but probably. You- you could make them anytime with any color of sprinkles or change up the colors of M&M's and they wouldn't necessarily be Christmas. But I thought they sounded really good. And I've made something similar but without the marshmallows. And could you no, use I walnuts instead of... I would leave out the pretzels. Yeah, could you use walnuts instead of peanuts as well? I mean, they uh, would I'm mean, i sure you could. I'm sure you could. They sound good. Do you notice any shortages of things at the grocery store? Well, paper. <laughs> Uh, no, I haven't, no, I haven't had that problem. Toilet paper shortage, but yes, I have noticed some shortages. Bounty, um, bounty paper towels—you can hardly it, get them. It seems to uh, roll. It's one thing one month, one thing another month. Right now, it's lettuce. Yeah, heads of lettuce are just almost impossible to find up here. Yeah, I found uh, things with a shortage of make no sense whatsoever. 
I found two, but they're real small. I mean, it's better than none, but they're pretty small. And for a while, we couldn't find butter beans. Yeah, instead of taco, instead of the, enough lettuce for taco, for like five tacos, I might get two. Yeah, and they're they're trouble with lettuce. I couldn't when in Florida, I couldn't find lettuce at Publix. They had this leaf stuff, but I'm talking about the heads of lettuce. Oh, and right now I cannot find Earl Grey caffeine-free tea bags. It's just weird. Well, I know that because you're looking for them on, like, Instacart or... I've looked lots of places. I look on Instacart, I look on Walmart, and I look on Amazon are the main places I look. Or, or the, yeah. local, the yeah. local stores. One, one thing you can't find, and I, 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 on Amazon, I used to buy them all the time, those bounty pick-a-size paper towels, you can't find them anywhere. I had to buy, what do they call those, Viva, Viva Tr- paper towels or whatever? Try Sam's. I bought some from there. Yeah, I'm not a member, but I may have to. I hate to. I hate to do that because I, I don't normally buy stuff from Sam's because I don't have a big place to well, keep now, stuff. Well, now you can shop on Sam's on Instacart if you have Sam's on your Instacart. I do, you but the problem shop... is you're going to pay more if you're not a member. Well, yeah, you are, yeah, but, you but can't you're not going to pay the forty-five dollars. Think about that, Jeff. I you know. might pay a dollar more, but that's a whole lot cheaper. Then, then you, paying a membership fee if you're not going to buy that much. Yeah, right. this, is, this is pick on Jeff day. I, hey, that's okay. Everybody I, I don't pick mind. on Jeff. And we For a, a while, hand. it was oh, hard right. to find Polish pickles, Polish dill spears. It, yeah. It's just, it changes. There's no rhyme or reason of what the shortages are, Chris. I mean, wow. uh, you know, what can I tell you? That's, that's I the, think that's, some of the times it's more of internet traffic. I don't know, but... Um, the shoppers can't find it, you know, when they tell you. They said, we just... And I think we have really good shoppers. good shoppers. Pardon, Jenny? I think we're not getting good shoppers because it seems like real common things they say they can't find in the store and want to substitute that you we, know they would have plenty of in the store. We have, we've had really good shoppers. And no, we have so a have couple lately. now that take our orders. If they see them come in, they grab them. No. Yeah, we, some of the some of the people. Well, I should say English isn't their first language, or the second or third. But you know, sometimes that may create some problems too. Yeah, we've been lucky that way. Yeah, we. I have been pretty lucky, Jr. For at least for me, mm-hmm. uh, my, my shoppers have been, always been pretty good, um, and I really can't complain. We do have a hand raise from Bill. Uh, will you unmute yourself, Bill, out in Chicago? Yeah. Uh, as far as the lettuce, I remember a few months ago, I don't know if it's still around, is that, but they had to discard and destroy a lot of lettuce in the field because it had the bacteria, whether it was wisteria, one of those bacteria got into it. And I remember this is back on oh, March or April, because in California, that's, you know, one of their big crops in some places, they had to destroy all the lettuce crops. So yeah, and that could have something made, to do with right, it. Right, because I, I remember it was in the news. I forget, because I know my daughter says she we can't find lettuce either in here in Chicago. Hardly, or if you did, she saw lettuce the other day. I think it was Myers. She said they wanted three twenty-five a head for it. I'll add, I'll I'll add you to my list. I've been sort of taking a poll of who can find lettuce. <laughs> right. Well, she saw it one day here about oh, I think it was this. Well, it was last week. She went to the store and she was going to buy. 
some lettuce, and she said, no way, $3.25 for a head of lettuce. Ours has gone from a dollar nine to, I think I paid two twenty nine. Oh, okay, well, that's about it. And, and, and some of the places here, the stores now are limiting milk to only two gallons a person. Oh, that seems ridiculous when we're throwing away milk. Yeah. Oh, I know, yeah, I know. Really. You know, people don't realize that milk that is says date, well, we'll say December 15th, okay? Well, that milk is still good after the 15th. It's just That's just a sales product to get people to sell it, and then they take that milk. When they take it back, they dump it. Well, it goes they, down they have the no other choice. Well, I know. It goes down and, and the, it, it just goes down the drain, which... which I don't understand why they don't well, give it what to I'm, what I'm some organization or something can use it, you know. What I'm talking about our, is the milk is that they're already, that they're not selling to the, the farmers aren't able to sell to the to the makers of the milk, I guess. Right, because if they, if they have the milk and they have to hold it, it's going to go bad, uh, JR. They can't keep right. it. That, well, yeah, but the farmer can only keep it for so long also. Earlier this had, year when the, when the kids weren't in school, one of our local dairies gave away milk yep. that would normally go to the schools. There was nothing wrong with it. You could get several, however many gallons you wanted to get. Oh, yeah, those, and, and, and they did away those half pints in school because those little half pint or pints in schools, well. they, um, that, that, that stopped the milk production too, right? There you go. But you know, the interesting thing that I, I thought was going to happen was the, was the price of milk would have went down, but it didn't. True. I think no. we might have a caller, Jeff. What's that? We may have a caller here. I think I, uh, Dick Show just came in. From, I thought I heard him come in here. He is. He's right here. Dick, did you want to make a comment? Does he have his hand raised? Yeah, I'm unmuted now. Okay, go, go ahead. ahead. Are you okay? Hi, everybody. Yeah. We got you, Dick. Go ahead. Maybe he can't hear me. He's not muted. I, I just heard him. Oh, okay. Oh, now he is muted. Bill, Dick, if you hit star six on your touchtone phone, you can unmute yourself because we can't unmute you. So hit star six on that touchtone phone of yours, and you'll be able to talk okay. to us. There we go. Now I'm, now I'm unmuted. I kept saying, and we hit star six, and then it would say you are unmuted again. Uh, you're, you're muted. So, okay. I hope everyone's doing well, and uh, yeah, Christmas is getting closer, and it's going to be different this year, of course, as starting the pandemic. Um, I'm just kind of curious. I have a question for Bill from Chicago. He mentioned Robert Feeder. Now, previously, you had to pay for his column. Uh, is that still true? And if not, how would I find him? Because I always found him very fascinating. Well, the way okay, the way I find him, I've never paid for him. Now, maybe there is a way you pay for more stuff, but I just go into. Robert Peter, F-E-D-E-R, dot, uh, it's com or org, I think it's org. I have to think now. It's com. Uh, but, it is com. It is yeah, com. Yeah, it's com. RobertPeter.com, and then you just scroll down, and they list, he lists his articles, and it says, you'll, you'll see a little headline, it'll say, read more, or whatever it says, just click on that, and you can read more of the article. He's also, Dick, if you follow Twitter, he's available on Twitter, and he publishes all of his articles on Twitter. And he's also available on, on just for those who use it, it's called RSS, a really simple syndication RSS. He's available there as well. So uh, And it's free. He used to charge for it, but he doesn't work for the paper anymore. Ah, okay. All right. And he's a very, he's very, I, he's a very good writer, Dick. I, I also oh, agree with you. Oh, I like him, too. Yeah, I like, I like his if, if you want to know about Chicago media, now, he just doesn't cover just radio and television. He covers the newspaper industry as well. He's a very good resource. 
Indian. I'm from Chicago originally, so uh, yeah, I still have uh, <laughs> I still have allegiance. Hey, boy, you, that you boy. probably wish you probably wish the Breakfast Club was back on the air again, huh? No, right. no, 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 no. I never cared about oh. with Neil. Oh, <laughs> I'm, just kidding, Neil. I'm just kidding around with you, Dick. <laughs> Fanny, Fanny Price. <laughs> yeah, good old Dick Biondi. Really isn't Bob Hale. Remember Bob Hale, Bill? Oh, yeah, Bob Hale, you're right. Yeah, he worked in WF. Dick Biondi is still alive, by the way. His health is not as good as it used to be, but he is no, still no. alive, and he's uh, 87 years old, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Is he on the wow. air? No, not anymore. No, he's not on the air anymore, no. They probably took him off. Um, he suddenly disappeared from the cumulus station quite I'm going to say about a year ago or a year and a half ago, something like that. But he's, but he's still alive. That I I can tell you because if he passed away, it definitely would be in Robert Robert Fedu's column. Right. As far as I know, he's still alive too. Right. Good. Well, that's good. That's good. You, know. you guys probably remember Yvonne Daniels, who I like. I like oh, her yes. a lot. Mm-hmm. She. I first saw. She used to be on WYNR, which was a really strange station because uh, it would they were playing rock and roll. But most of their DJs were black, and they did eventually go over to Seoul to R and B. But it was very strange they would do that. But Yvonne Daniels, then she went over to um, wasn't she on WCFL? I think she was on WVON, and then she went to WLS. She was on LS, okay. Did all night on WLS. We okay, could talk Chicago radio all, all day, <laughs> we're gonna Dick. We bore everybody though. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. We bore everybody though. And Except I'm not even you hey, Dick. Bill. I'm not even from Chicago, but I know a lot about it. So. Uh, <laughs> It's called. Uh, you know, Chicago is a, a really good city for a blind person because uh, great public transportation. Oh, you can get oh, around can't good there. Transportation here. Yeah. I mean, I can. You don't need a car in, in Chicago. You can live very well without one. Oh yeah. Well, in, in in the city of Chicago, most people don't realize you can walk no farther than a block from where you live and find a bus or a train. Yeah, it's true. That's true. And no, no matter where you're at, the farthest you're going to walk, like where I'm at right now. I can get downtown by 10 bus lines and never walk more than eight blocks. Gosh, and I wish I knew that when I was plus out there. The Dan Ryan, plus the Dan Ryan L train, <laughs> plus, plus the 63rd Street L, you know, L train to go to The only thing I'm going to say, Bill, is that if this pandemic continues, if things get, these these transit companies are being squeezed, and oh, so yeah. that may that mm-hmm. may, may not be as quite as convenient as it used to be. Uh, no, our, our, buses, our buses are full all the time, they say. They say they're getting plenty of riders. You know, they're going to probably cut the amount of people can ride on though because of the pandemic. But nope. right, right, right. I will tell you, the people in Chicago are, are probably the friendliest city I've ever been. In. I well, I had a great time in Chicago, except when we went to Lincoln Park in 1968, Dick. When I was tear gassed by the police, it was the time of the Democratic National Convention. Oh, that was oh. Grand Park. You're in Grand Park. Well, no, there, the there was there was tear gas in Lincoln Park too. Oh, I, got there too? I, know. I know Grand. I know Grand Park. They did because I was I was on I worked only. A block from where that happened, but I was on vacation that week. I was down in Indianapolis when it happened. So well, I wasn't there. Okay, my, my time my time in Chicago was spent at the train station, and uh, I was there for about six hours. And that's not so good. There's, no, there's well, only really one thing to do in that train station. The old Union Station. <laughs> what, what year are we talk? What, what year are we talking about there, Jr. Oh, I don't know, like three or four years ago. Oh well, they had they had a good they had some good restaurants that you could have gone to. Well, I did. I did go to the one of them, and uh, I don't know. I found the I found a nice uh, bar to go sit at. Oh, there you go. <laughs> That's really what you don't want is that in Jr. Because I know Jr. That's what you wanted to do anyway. So <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Of course, Bill worked downtown Chicago for a while. Right. You know did the you? interesting thing yeah. is. 
which I found interesting going from Chicago is you could actually order a beer and bring it with you on the train. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I yeah, think right, that right. stopped. I don't think they do that anymore. Yeah, I don't think they do anymore. But, that, <laughs> they, but they, they used to be able to too, smoke right? on the trains, too. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Now you can't smoke on the trains. Those yeah, days they are gone. smoking cars in the commuter trains. Uh-huh. You two guys would love it if we, if I had a... If, uh, you probably would love it if we if, I, if we did all things radio and I played nothing but old air checks. Right, guys? Uh, you probably would love it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, know, I know I get a laugh out of both of you guys. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> all right, guys, take care. We'll uh, have, a, look, have a good one. We'll... Uh, just we'll about to wrap it up, and thank you, Richard. Hey, uh, my pleasure, guy. All right, hey, we've got hey, Thank one. you, Bill. We've got okay. another phone number here. Connie sent in, and it's to Maxi Aids, and they have calendars at, let's see, 1-800-522-6294. So you can call them for, call them about um, Braille calendars also. So it's 800 522-6294. So anything else, guys, before we flow the switch and let Tim play more Christmas music? Well, I will just say to everybody to please uh, stay safe and be careful. And mask uh, up. Mask up because even, um, unfortunately, my got a message the other day. My niece and her family um, ended up coming down with COVID and they've done everything proper and I don't even know where they got it. So uh, real men and real women wear masks. That's it. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There well, my, my, I have a shirt that says real men don't read instructions, but you know, <laughs> all right, guys, well, I have a good one. Thank you for all your participation. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Remember prayers for Nancy and Gail, okay? And anybody else. You Bye-bye. got it, Bill. All right. Definitely. Bye-bye. See Happy you tomorrow Hanukkah, night. everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you.